I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ways to get fitter quicker more intelligent, you know, have more holidays, like work less hours. Like we're trying to, we're all trying to sort of cheat life at the moment. Hello and welcome to the Manzilla podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm with Cece and Jack in the studio. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hi. And we have an amazing guest today. We are doing our show today on the future of fitness and whether you can be tempted to take action and become the best version of you. It's an episode which looks at our motivations and it looks at future trends. And it's also got a really cool entrepreneurial journey to it as well, hasn't it? Absolutely. We have got Ian McCaig here with us, who is the founder of Fit. Good to see hey, you, Ian. Hey, guys. Thanks Woo-woo. for having me. No, thank you. Thank you for being here today. How's your day been how's everything going it's been good pretty mental um yeah. that's the life of a startup i guess yeah this is it the startup journey's been you know a, a real whirlwind hasn't it a real roller coaster for you yeah hasn't absolutely it? so hopefully going to be sharing some stories with you today you're obviously you know the co-founder of fit the fitness app fit uh which aims to bring fitness to the home and phones of lots of people around the globe hopefully right um but you don't just talk the talk and also walk the walk uh you are a massive fitness freak as well don't you? you do lots of endurance challenges oh, yeah. do you want to start by telling us a bit about fit and what, what what the what the aim of that startup is sure so fit is a fitness app as you as you mentioned that's trying to i suppose um give people a credible alternative to the gym when i when i was uh, a teenager to sort of pay my way through university i used to be a fitness instructor uh, i worked at the local leisure center in windsor and i think um when you kind of think about that experience of going to the gym for a lot of people it's super daunting and um a lot of people start and again we're we're hitting that sort of busy season within the gym where in january where everyone goes and then by february everyone's given up and i think you know for most people the gym model is broken and actually what's quite funny if every member of a gym actually went to the gym at the same time uh, they wouldn't be able to fit in and it's (laughs) they work on the basis that um you don't turn up Mm -hmm. and actually i think there's something a stat i read recently that over half a billion pounds worth of of of, uh, of money is spent every year on unused gym memberships in the UK alone. Unused, wow. yeah. Jeez. So it's but it is crazy. frustrating. Like I mean, I I know quite a few people who are gym bunnies, if you like, who genuinely have to have like 
take an hour off either side of their workout day to get to the gym on time because otherwise they wait for, for you know hours to get on a treadmill the, the, or a weight section yeah, this is exactly it so i think fit the, the problem we're trying to solve is, is is basically giving people a super convenient solution that they can do anywhere so you know we've majority of people do it at home but we've you know we see on our community group people doing it in their office when late at night when they've, they've, they've just finished work outdoors during the summertime but also some people take to the gym but it's a super convenient fitness offering combined with the, the the real motivations of say something like a boutique so i i'm a big fan of things like barry's boot camp and one rebel but they're often really expensive and mm. they're london based um and or again for a lot of people it's quite intimidating so how do you bring the motivation of a kind of boutique studio with the convenience of a fitness app um so what we've done is we've partnered with 25 of the biggest fitness trainers in the uk uh, and we stream fitness content uh, through our app and a lot of people do it on their tv at home and there's a wearable component that people put on um, that gamifies it. So we talk about those kind of candy crush moments where, you know, when you hit a PB or you hit a milestone, you kind of get a big kind of candy crush uh, congratulations on the screen. And it's trying to make fitness just more fun, um, which I think, if I'm really honest, if I go back to my leisure centre 15 years ago, it just wasn't a fun experience. And, it, and and I think now with technology, we can we can really make uh, a very different experience for people. So we're, we're kind of on that journey. So you can do it with other people. Is in, it's like going to class, yeah. but online. Exactly. So I think one of the big innovations we're seeing with technology right now is the fact that, you know, we're now in 4G, soon to be 5G. So the ability to be able to actually do live streaming and connecting people, it just wasn't possible five years ago because mm -hmm. we didn't have the, the processing power. But now, um, so for example, this morning um, we had the women's health team in for a workout in our studio over in East London. And we had uh, some of, some of the uh, team in the, in, in the studio doing a workout and we had other people around the UK join the class. Uh, wow. And we're all on a live leaderboard together. So, That's you know, and it's sort of, you know, it, you know, I actually, uh, for the, it's the first uh, class I've won. I actually won the class. Oh, no, did you? Um, <laughs> which was great. It's the first one I've ever won. <laughs> um, and it was brilliant, you know, and it's that, that motivation you get. And it's so, oh, we all, I have a WhatsApp group with a, a bunch of my friends. And I'll sort of say, hey, I'm going to do a Fit Club class at seven in the morning. Do you want to come and join me? Uh, and they'll they'll come on and we'll, we'll all be on that class together, racing each other. And we don't have to go to the gym. So it's again, it's giving you a way to connect with your friends and also the accountability that a lot of people need. And yeah. I think where we're different to, say, a, you know, a traditional fitness app or a DVD is the fact that there's the accountability piece that, you know, your alarm goes off at 630. You press snooze because there's no, you know, it's only just you. Mm. But knowing that other people are doing the class with you, it gives you that accountability and i think that's the reason why group exercise or group x as it's known has been probably the fastest growing segment in the in in the fitness industry that's you know things like body pump and these group classes um it's because you're doing it with other people and, mm -hmm. it, and it's that feeling of like you're not just in a gym trying to figure out how to use a chest press and a you know yeah. a leg press and these other really scary pieces of equipment that you're worried you're going to come off it mm -hmm. you know paralyzed because you don't actually know how to use it so yeah um yeah i think we're in a really exciting you know time for the fitness industry and, and equipment wise, could like, you know, I start now, right now in the studio doing a, a fit class. Yeah, I mean, literally all you've got to do is download the app, yep. um, onboard yourself. So we ask you about your gender, your fitness level, what your goal is. And you, you're pretty much there. You have access to 400 classes. 400? Um, yeah, 400 classes wow. from hit classes to strength and conditioning. Uh, we were, before the uh, podcast, we were talking about breath work. It's a super um, interesting new kind of space in the fitness sector. Pilates, yoga, um, you're really sport for choice. And I think one of the reasons why our customers love us and we're the highest rated fitness app in the app store is because of the variety um, that we, we give people. And there's always new classes that like we're filming over in our studio in, in East London every week. Um, so it isn't just like, here's some fitness content, 
go and use it and get bored quickly. We're always adding new content. So I think variety has been one of the kind of keys to our success to date, yeah. um, as well as having you know amazing trainers who are like the best in their business. And you just can't get access to these trainers, yeah. um, you know, without using Fit. So they're kind of wait. They're they're in a studio somewhere, like waiting for like say me to sign in and be like, hey, I've joined the class. <laughs> so so at the moment we are so we we we, we are basically on demand. So it's pre-recorded, right. but we basically so the four the four, four of us we join the class together. Yeah. So the live nature is basically the fact that we as a community are doing the class together, but actually the trainer is has pre-recorded it. And the reason why we've done that is a couple of reasons. First of all, these trainers are very in demand. A yeah. lot of them are, um, you were ch chatting about some of them earlier, but a lot of them are, you know, traveling the world, um, you know, doing doing their various things and things that they're promoting. Uh, and secondly, the customer actually hasn't asked for that yet. Like, they're more happy about the fact they can do it with their friends yeah. than the ability to do the class with the trainer at the same time. So they'd much rather have really high quality trainers mm -hmm. that are pre-recorded, but they can do it with their friends. How did you kind of come up with the idea of seeing this trend in the market and what made you go for it? What made you take the jump? So um, before Fit, uh, I had another technology company called Qubit, which um, was set up with a couple of friends that I met at Google. So I was at Google for five years when it was a it was at the sort of crazy growth stage of Google in sort of 2005. They just IPO'd. Uh, we had an amazing office in Soho Square. I was, I think, the hundredth person through the door in the UK. Wow. Um, you could actually put like a when I left, you could put like a percentage into your Chrome browser, and it would show you how many people joined after you. And I was like 99.9. .9 percent so the vast majority of people that were at google joined after me so i was at there at the wow. kind of crazy no growth stage when it was just a license to print money um you know <laughs> sales guys we used to call them order takers because it was literally they didn't have to sell they just had to go into amazon and say like how much you want to spend wow. um it was an amazing time and and you know the they are a phenomenal company and it's you know a it's a, a you know as a gener it's a generation defining business and i was very lucky to be there for five years and you know they what the one thing they did really well was hire incredibly you know good people and so i was surrounding myself with really smart ambitious entrepreneurial people that all loved working at google we all challenged each other but actually all had a one eye on doing something different so constantly talking about new ideas uh, so i left uh, google with a few friends to set up a company called qubit which is based on analytics and personalization uh, platform for retailers so we power 35 of the top 100 internet retailers in the uk you won't even know what our technology you won't even know our technology is running mm -hmm. uh, so if you go on Topshop or metaporter or farfetch we're basically uh, segmenting you and then personalizing the website based on what we know about you like cookies almost yes yeah, so it's using Jeez. the cookie right. or uh, an identifier to know that you know if you've already bought something we know that you shop in large mm -hmm. or medium we know that you're a male we know that you're based in london we know that it's raining outside versus in la it's sunny and we can actually start recommending different things based on what we know about you um, so we set that up, we grew it from four of us, um, you know, up to, you know, when I left, it was about 250 people. We made so many mistakes. Um, and I think that's one thing you learn as an entrepreneur, no matter how many businesses you set up, you're still gonna make loads of mistakes. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, after sort of six and a half years, myself and Dan, so two of the uh, founders of, of Qubit, decided that we wanted to do something different. And, you know, I think seven years nowadays is like, you know, I think when our, our parents were, or are in jobs, you know, that it was much more a job for life, mm. or you've worked 15, 20 years, you give a really loyal service. Nowadays, it's, it's you know, seven years, you're really like, you know, mm. they, they say that you're, you're, every cell in your body regenerates after seven years. So oh, you're actually yeah. effectively a new person every seven years. And I think really? for me, it was, yeah, um, for me, it was, uh, 
it was a time to start thinking about something new. And we just started to dream a little bit. And it's actually funny when you're when you're in a startup working really hard, you're on the hamster wheel. It's very hard to be creative and it's very hard to like look at other problems to solve. You're just obsessed about solving the problem that you're currently trying to solve. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we we you know, actually it's weird. I remember the when the first evening I'd I'd, we'd, I'd left Qubit, I actually properly dreamt for the first time in a few years. Jeez, it's nuts. Wow. And that's just, just actually dreaming, you yeah. know, because you're so obsessed. And, and we were going through some growing pains. We'd raised $76 million. Uh, we had, we'd, that year, we'd had to, um, we had to let go some of the staff. So we had some really challenging times within the business. And actually leaving kind of gave me a little bit of a new lease of life. Um, and I actually wrote 12 business plans. So in the three months after Cuba, I wrote 12 different uh, business plans with, with some friends. So Sammy, who's now my uh, co-founder at... Um, at fit and me and Dan, we would get together. We'd we'd go for workouts, we'd go for lunch, and we just dream and think about like problems we wanted to solve. And it was interesting when I was going out talking to other founders and other investors that we'd have already been on the journey with us at Qubit. We started to realise that um, the one idea that everyone was getting excited about was an idea called Squeeze, mm-hmm. um, which was what Fit was called before we launched Fit. <laughs> um, and it was the yeah it was. We'd, for some reason, we thought Squeeze was a good name at the, at the time. And, and everyone was like, there's something really interesting here. I was telling the story about being over in the US and seeing Peloton rise to fame, which is a spinning studio with an interactive element, similar to what we do, but for hit and yoga and things. And and they just were like, this is great. Um, and we, we were like, right, this is the one we're going we're gonna to do. So um, sort of four or five months after leaving Qubit, you know, we moved into my old investor's um, office in King's Cross, Borders and Capital. They incubated us for the first six months. And day one was the first of April, uh, twenty seventeen. No way. And that was the day one of day one of Squeeze that's now become become Fit. Do you ever chill out? Do you ever like just <laughs> take a break or like? So, so I did. I actually went um, after um, after we left. Um, after yeah, after I left Qubit, I it, all in a week I um, left my basically left my baby. Mm-hmm. seven-year-old babies mm-hmm. um i moved out of new york back to london and moved in with a girlfriend all in the same week and it was like the most wow. nuts week wow. yeah. uh but I, mean, I got back to london and did just de- decompress a little bit went to sri lanka for a month in january to learn to surf did loads of yoga um and that gave me a lot of thinking time mm-hmm. to like think about do i want to set something up again uh, do i want to go through that like because it is quite masochistic setting up a business um it's brutal and you know it's constantly you know i've just come from earlier we've just been in a pitch for um nearly a million pounds of investment and you know like those meetings some of them can go really well but they can also go really really badly Um, and you know it isn't like good weeks and bad weeks like you often have at a big corporate it's like good days and bad days. sometimes good hours and bad hours you know Mm. like just checking with the team before this before this session and you know how sales been today and it's you know you just have this it's just a roller coaster, but you either like it, you're either di- addicted to that, yeah. or you're not. And I'm fully, fully addicted, and <laughs> and that was the realization. Do I want to go and get a, like a well-paid job, a, a you know bigger company, a bit more established, and and still add value and be a, a you know, a, a, but you're a cog in a in a you know in a massive wheel, or do I want to go and do this again? And the Sri Lanka trip was made me realize that you know while I was relaxing and resting, made me realize that I actually want to do this again. And again, and April April first was the beginning of, of this mm. next chapter. What have been the biggest setbacks for you on the fit journey so far? Good question. Um, do you know what was really interesting? The first six months, although it was really tough, 
it kind of went really to plan. We we kind of wrote uh, we, because we've done it before. And we've raised money before. We were like, we need to like figure out how to raise as much money as possible on an idea because we knew to build this is not cheap. This is a big big investment required to have a studio, to have these trainers, to build the technology, the interactivity between the wearable and the and the device was was going to be a really you know big big undertaking. So we were like, right, we need to we need to raise some decent money to get us to the next the milestone of launching. So we basically wrote out like the investor deck and say, what do we need to be able to prove to prove this? Um, we needed to show that there was a massive market opportunity. We needed to prove that we were the founders to do it. We needed to um, we needed to basically have the first ten trainers saying that we want to be part of this and on board. Um, we needed to have some customer validation. So we wrote out all the things that we 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 th we thought we needed to get the investment, and we basically um, went out there and just focused like hell on getting those things done, and everything else, all the other distractions, we just kind of put to the side. And then you know, fast forward six months, we were able to get that investment, um, and I think that's probably where the first. And that's when the first challenges came. So we kind of first six months were fairly plain sailing. And then it was really like, oh shit, we've now actually raised this money. Shit. We've got, you know, we've got some amazing investors. We've got the Innocent Smoothie founders, yeah. got Connect Ventures who have but behind Boiler Room and um, um, uh, City Mapper and some other amazing technology companies. We've got an awesome team here. We've just hired our chief product officer and our, chi our chief chief technology officer. We've got the dream team. But then all of a sudden it was the pressure of getting um, getting this product shipped. And actually, I think the, the biggest challenge was knowing what the minimal viable product MVP was going to look like because everyone was like, well, why don't you put this in it? Why don't you put that in it? Like, and everyone had an opinion because it's, you know, fitness is quite subjective. You know, we're all motivated by different things. Some people like boot campers that like just tell them exactly what to do. Others like the softy softy approach in terms of features. Some people like to train with other people. Some people like to train alone. And it's like, who are you actually building this product for? So we had to find the early adopters mm. right. of this product. Um, and that was probably the hardest thing was like, who's going to who's actually going to be our trailblazers? Because you're you're in a position almost where you you don't you can't please everybody. So who are you trying to please? And then it's the decision of the, of that exact thing. It's like you could go for the the super fit already, yep. but they're already into their fitness and probably have their own niche or are doing the Barrys of, of this world and the, the Rebel ones and whatever. But also, you know, the, you want to you want to attack the people that are not maybe into fitness and get them into it so that that's a big untapped market. So yeah, it must, it must exactly because you can often end up trying to yeah you try and please everyone and then you end up pleasing no one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So that MVP was so important getting that right, and we so again a lot of the customer research that we did and we um we decided that we were going to focus predominantly on a female audience initially. Um, they tend to be early adopters of fitness, so they they will, um, the, the early trends will come. Let's look at Peloton in the US, it was predominantly adopted by the female market initially, and a lot of like Barry's and these other uh, other great concepts. Um, and then we looked at the, well, the people who like to work out at home, so it's actually often like the mums that can't actually, they may have gone to the gym, but now they don't have time, so they're really, really time poor. And then the, the other segment we called them, the, the other persona was the tribal millennial, which was the um, the female who's probably in their twenties, they're socially connected, health conscious, tech enabled, but often don't like going to the gym. Right. Um, and actually, it's a real chore. So you know, but they follow these influencers, these fitness influencers, and like, inspired by them, and they want to train with them. So, and that is actually bang on. Fast forward, you know, ninety percent of our market or customers at the moment are within those two kind of tribes. Um, but that, you know, we're now bringing on more male trainers. We've we've brought on um, new kind of more CrossFit type type classes, which I did. I tested one of them last night, and they are as good as an F45 or Barry's Bootcamp, they are brutal and you don't need to leave the home. All you need is a kettlebell or a set of dumbbells and you'll have as good a workout as you would have a, a you know, a Barry's Bootcamp. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In terms of, like, guys who are not necessarily uh, as au fait with kind of, like, working out on their own, um, I mean, not just guys, women as well, but people who aren't used to like doing their own workouts in their own front room with an app essentially guiding them. How is the sort of barrier um, for you to kind of get around that? How, how have you sort of managed to sort of try and break that down? So I think you, you are right. There's definitely that first step of like, I can't have a good workout in my living room or in yeah. my bedroom. What's the motivation? Or in my garden. That's, oh, right. that's the first thing that comes to mind. This is, yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to do it. It's just the first step of getting them to do it and try it. And what's really interesting is you have a great workout and you're like, fuck, that was actually really great. And I haven't had to go to the gym and I haven't, you know, had to pack a bag and do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just, it, it's it's getting them to that first step. Um, we have like really great quality trainers, both male and female. And there's, you know, some, there's a, uh, a trainer called Lawrence Price and Alex Cropford and we were chatting about uh, mm. Richie Norton, the Strength yeah. Temple earlier. These are great trainers for guys that, you know, that they are like, they are quite aspirational. They, you know, they are really fit guys, but they make it feel very accessible and very achievable as well. And the other thing with the app is we have four levels. So you have entry levels. So that's for people that have never done um, any fitness before, beginner, intermediate, advanced. So what it means is you can go on a journey with fit and you can level up and there's structured training, training plans that you can follow. So two, four, six week training plans. Or if you kind of know what you're doing or you know you want to do an ab, abs workout today, you can go in and just kind of find, filter and look for an ab workout. So it, it really depends on what the type of person you are. Are you someone that needs structure and you need to know exactly what you're doing each week? Or are you someone that actually, I'm, you know, I train three or four times a week. I just know I need to do a yoga class because I've been for a you know 10 mile run and I want a good sort of stretch and flow. So it's kind of like there is something for everyone, but you are right. It's that first step. And I think once you do it and you set up your space and you roll out your mat, I actually have my mat under my coffee table in my living room. Which basically means I can roll out of bed, um, like sort of, you know, if I'm on a 7am class, I can be sort of 6.55, roll out of bed, <laughs> water's in the fridge, I lift up my coffee table, I put fit on the TV, I can see my mates um, on the leaderboard, yeah. and I'm there. And it's literally 25 minutes, I'm in the shower, 30 minutes, all in, I've burnt 400 calories, um, I've got, you know, a little bit of a shred on, and I feel great. And it, and that's, I think, where we're moving. The one thing that we all don't have is time. Yeah. Um, we're all trying to life hack the hell out of like ways to get fitter quicker more intelligent you know have more holidays like work less hours like we're trying to we're all trying to sort of cheat life at the moment and yeah. i think fit really fits into that kind of you know that millennial kind of life hack yeah uh, ethos um you said that some of the workouts you uh, or people need is like weights or kettlebells what about injuries how do you get around that good mm -hmm. question so 
one thing that we're really, really big on is every workout has a, a warm up and a cool down. Mm-hmm. So I actually was doing F45 for, um, which is a yeah, another kind of a very, I think it's the fastest growing fitness concept uh, in, um, globally. Mark Wahlberg's invested in it. And it's, yeah, I don't so, understand that actually. I mean, I, yeah. I've seen it, but and, and I've spoken to people online about it, like going, oh, what's all this? What's F45? Yeah. I thought it was a type of fighter plane or something. You know? yeah, <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, 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 I think it is. It's what they use in yeah. Top Gun, I think. But yeah. But yeah, yeah, I guess that I, I don't know what it's all. Have I don't you know tried what it? The principles are no, no. I've tried, tried it. No, no. You should try it. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It is. It's essentially like a hit class on steroids, but yeah. with a trainer that basically, without the steroids, without the steroids. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't condone that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's like a. It's it's essentially a, a hit class where TV TV's around and you you get there's an instructor there and but it's it's all very much guided through but in a in an environment where it is 45 minutes of absolute like carnage workout yeah. and you come out feeling wow. great but Barry's is the same except yeah. with treadmills and, gotcha. and floor work right. and you've got the Rebel one which is obviously spinning and cycling oh, okay. but, but, it, but you, it, it costs £200 a month <laughs> yeah. to you know for the privilege wow. of being you know I, we, one of my friends calls it outsource fitness you right. literally turn up turn off your brain and go in there and you just get beasted there's like on the screens there's like the moves you've got to do there's a few people in there that show you how to you know if you're not doing the right exercise but again I the warm up is really short because it's they're, they're trying to cram forty five minutes, you know, sessions in, and then it's it's basically it's like a conveyor belt, you know, it's mm-hmm. like the sort of Ryanair of of, mm-hmm. of um of fitness, but at a premium where you you know it's every forty five minutes there's a new class coming, so there's no time to cool down or warm up. So um, they do a light warm up, but it's not enough, and particularly if you're late to the class, you miss the warm up, and I actually injured my back because I kind of went straight into some exercises, and I you know and I was just you know and I, and I was out for three um for for over a month actually. Wow. So with fit. Every every um, session, there was a really decent warm up and a really decent cool down, um, which is you know it really helps I think making sure that there's in- injury prevention. Um, in terms of the um, you know instruction, like it's very clear like we have five cameras in our studio. So there's overhead, there's side cameras, and there's a front camera. So we're also showing people the different positions. So helping people if it's a particular yoga move, the overhead camera might be good to show people how to get into position. Mm-hmm. But it really comes down to the quality of the trainers. Like all of our trainers are like the best of the best mm-hmm. and they know how to convey a fitness program digitally. So when we audition, it's a bit like the X Factor. We have like, you know, we have hundreds <laughs> of auditions and we'll maybe, you know, shortlist those hundreds into like 10 and then we'll get maybe only take two of those through. And it's, it's one thing doing a fitness class in a, a Barry's mm-hmm. um, where everyone's there and you know, it's only 20 people. Um, it's another thing doing it to you know th- potentially thousands of people digitally, um, where you've actually it's more of a performance. So a lot of our trainers are ex dancers, ex you know st- um, on stage where they can deliver a performance yeah. and be able to talk with real clarity, like you know particularly some of our yoga trainers about not only how it looks but how it feels, yeah. uh, and that's what separates great trainers from or good trainers from great trainers. So let's call it you know the five year plan. Where would you like to see fit? going so our, our mission is making um exercise a habit for everybody um, i think there's a couple of important words in there the the habit piece is really important because as i mentioned as my you know my my leisure center in windsor you know sort of 20 years ago in january everyone's in it the busiest day in a gym of the year is the first monday of, of january every year uh by february most people have given up uh and it's this just you can't get the habit so it's this habit formation you know, it's and and there's lots of ways to form habits. You know, there's lots of books about it now that are talking about how, how to you know form form habits. And you know, we're trying to incorporate all these like ways to gamify. You make it really easy for people, make it social, all these bits. So we're really trying to we want to build our product to form that habit. So and that's not we're not we haven't done that yet. It's going to take it's going to take a couple of years, I think. 
Um, but you know, we are still the highest rated fitness app. Our like, you know, our retention rate for an app is uh, for a fitness app is you know it's many many times better than the average because of the way we've built the product. Um, uh, so I think that's kind of one thing. And the other the other important word is for everybody. And I think we really do want to be, you know, in the, in the media they talk about as being like the Netflix for fitness. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. You know, and I think there's always this, one of my business partner cringes at these like where you get called this, the Netflix of something. <laughs> but I think it's a really simple way to talk about, we want to be the fitness platform, you know, that rules all fitness platforms. You know, if you think about, you know, video streaming, you think about Netflix, you think about taxi services, although maybe not for much longer, Uber. Yeah. Uh, you think about um, music streaming, you think Spotify, like when you think fitness, there isn't a platform yet. So our five-year plan is to be that, you know, is to be that platform, and we think we've got a really good shot. Um, you know, we've, as I say, we're 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 only eighteen months old. We're on the journey. We've we've um, you know we've made a load of mistakes. We're doing a lot of good things. Yeah. Um, and doing things right, but it's um yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what the next few years hold. Before we start the podcast, we were talking a little bit about other stuff that fit off, uh, you know, offers, um, which is not just fitness-related. Meditation was something that came up, and you were talking about breathing exercises. Can you just touch on that a little bit? Because I think that that's also something that I think a lot of people are interested in and don't know a lot about is the whole meditation and different forms of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, how does fit fit into that particular category? Yeah, it's interesting. So when we were looking at the whole meditation space, because it has like exploded over the last like couple of years, um, you know, we were like, well, there's obviously calm and headspace, and we were like, one thing I learned with my previous company is focus. Like, with with enough resource, time, uh, and money, you can do pretty much anything. True. And I think one of the biggest challenges where most startups fail is they lose focus and they try and do everything. And it's like, yeah, we can do that. We just add that on meditation. Yeah, let's just add that on to the app and we can take on calm and headspace. And, yeah. you know, you start when you start thinking like that, when you want to take over the world in every, you know, every country at a time. Or no, you want to take over the world at one go. Yeah. Um, it's it's really, really difficult and you're most likely going to fail. So for us, one of our big mantras is, is focus, focus, focus. Like it's very easy to say that as another thing to do it. And actually we looked at meditation and we were like, what do we do? And we decided that actually we didn't want to take part in that conversation and we'd much rather partner with the Headspace or Calm. But actually one area that we were really excited about because it's much more of an active um, form of meditation. So it's much more like our fitness classes, although it is the only fit class that you can actually technically do in bed. <laughs> Wait. Is, is breath work. I actually did one this morning. So my alarm went off at 6.30. And between 6.30 and 7, I uh, lay in bed and do a, do a breathwork class. It's an energising breathwork class. So we've um, partnered with an amazing guy called Richie Bostock. He's called The Breath Guy. I'd highly recommend getting him on, getting him on your podcast. Uh, he, he's got an amazing story. His, his, uh, he was working in the city and his dad got diagnosed with, uh, with MS. And he was, wanted to know how he could help, uh, help him. And he, he was researching about this. Um, guy called Wim Hof, who is this phenomenal guy. I think he's got holds like 26 world records for doing crazy things. You think yeah. Marathon the Salves crazy? This is another level crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> and he um, he he puts a lot of his success down to this breathing technique that he's developed. So he runs these camps and these workshops. So anyway, Richie went on it, learned about it, and then went back and um, was working with his dad on it. And a lot of the symptoms started to stabilize. And it's amazing, like the power of the breath, and we're only just starting to understand. And actually, there are like scientists studying Wim Hof's pupils to understand exactly what's going on in their their bodies and why they they they, they can do what they can do. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously, you know, we were really interested in this. Richie has basically put together a a program of of breath work. So he teaches you all the fundamentals about breath work. So all these different breathing techniques: paradoxical breath, bow breath, bellows breath 
teaches you how to you know breathe from your stomach and your diaphragm and what was amazing is after i've been doing it like my running has improved like you know it's it's i now don't get stitches um i i'd never really think of worry or think about my breathing it's just i'm breathing through my stomach uh, and it's it, you know a load of athletes professional athletes are now turning to breath work and i think we're only just at the start of this like what what's going to happen with breath work i think it's going to be as big as yoga yeah. in the next like wow. three to five years um so i i've kind of you know for us we were like meditation let's let's the other apps deal with that and this this new emerging category called breathwork we're really excited about and it's on the app and you can follow the plan you can just do it at the odd class it's brilliant at the start of the day for energizing it's amazing at the end of the uh, day i often put uh, one of our wind down classes on yeah. before you go to bed and if you want to dream crazy ah. honestly do it it's amazing <laughs> and, and what's really cool about it is it's basically it, it's it's activating a lot of the same parts of your brain that like hallucinogenics right. um activate the front frontal lobe um, so the first time I ever did it, I was just basically in fits of hysteria for um, about 15 minutes. Some of, my, some of my team were crying. Um, it really creates lots of different emotions. Oh so I'd highly recommend you all to try it. And this, this is just through breathing? Just through doing the exercises that's on the app? Literally just through doing a 25-minute or 40-minute class. Jeez. Do you get hot? You do get hot, yeah. So often if you're lying in bed, you might want to take your duvet off or your sheet off because you can get a little bit hot. Um, but some people get cold. It's, it often depends on your, you know, your environment, how you're feeling, your, your emotional state that day. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing for your immune system. It's great for detoxification. It's great for your mental health. I mean, I can't, it's my, for me, I always like every year I kind of find a new tool to add to my tool belt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did a meditation course about four or five years ago and I loved that but just couldn't keep it up because it wasn't, I'm quite an active person and like to be on the go. And I think breathwork is a lot more like for me. Great stuff. Guys, we've got to wrap it up. I'm really sorry. God, Ian, thank you very much indeed. Thanks it's, for having me. It's been, no, it's been really enlightening. I'll tell you something, I'm sold on the breath, uh, the breath I know, work. I'm, I'm really, going home tonight yeah, to do that. I, yeah. I swear that's yeah. like, I've, I've been trying to do meditation. I'm not, I'm, I've been using Sam Harris's app, Waking Up, um, yep. because it's the only one that I can kind of resonate with. But what's quite nice is that it doesn't, it, it doesn't like sort of you use a day and then you do one day, two days, and you could not do it for a week and then you'll still be at the same point. It yeah. kind of goes with you. But I, I struggle to get into it because it is so quiet and calm and, mm -hmm. and almost, what kind of what I need, but I don't like it because it's that. And I'm, I'm, mm, I'm yeah. actually really yeah. interested to try this breathing because I'm much, I'm similar to you. I'm active. My head's going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. My monkey brain's doing his yeah. you know, symbols uh, yeah, all day yeah. long. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah. One thing just before we finish, if there's three things you could say to someone who's skeptical about doing a home workout, what would it be? I would say, roll out your mat. One. Switch on your TV. <laughs> Two. And pick, a, pick a class and get okay. going. Just uh, do and it. honestly, just do it. I think it's. You really like, you know, for, everyone has got excuses for not exercising. You know, I don't have enough time. Um, work's too stressy. I've got a family. Every, I call it, in fact, it's it's really funny. Jack's cousin, how we know each other. Mm -hmm. um, I used to call him, he's got the best book of excuses. He's always got an excuse to not come and do exercise <laughs> with me. And I call it the Peckham book of excuses. <laughs> and actually, you know, everyone has got that. And it's just with, with, with home fitness, you don't have those excuses. So I say, just give it a go. Good stuff. And where can people find you on social media and everything else? So fit, yeah, we've got an Instagram account. It's F I I T, so it's double I. Um, uh, we're we have a, on our website fitfit.tv. Um, so yeah, check us out. We've got some amazing trainers. There really is something for everyone. Um, and yeah, give it a go. Excellent stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. You can catch us on the at Manzilla Online Instagram uh, and social media platforms as well. Every other platforms on there too. And subscribe. 
Yes. You need to subscribe. Absolutely. We subscribe. Subscribe. Give us a review. Tell us what you think. Yes. Let us know if you'd like anything discussed, particularly on the next few episodes, because Definitely. we are always open to suggestions and uh, comments from our listeners. Thank you. Please do that. That would be great. And leave us a wicked review as well. Of course. Always helps. Always, always helps. Um, yeah, you can find our individual handles uh, on the description uh, from the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you.